Welcome to another episode of Face Your Fears with Jordan Spears, and I'm your host, Jordan Spears. This is the only podcast where, uh, you know, I uh, talk about movies and review them. It's the only one that I'm on, so uh, this is what you got. Tonight, gonna continue the Phantasm Marathon with Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. Uh, came out in 1994. Don Coscarelli is still writing and directing it. I think the tall man's back. You know, he died in the last one, but that doesn't seem to do too much to him. I think the spheres are back because they're in the movie poster, and otherwise that would be false advertising. Uh, Reggie Bannister is returning, I believe, because I think he's in all five of them. And other than that, I don't really know what's going to go on because I saw it, but it was many 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 moons ago uh so you know hopefully this one is good like the other two have been thus far we'll see how i like it when i finish it and then i'll give you the full ranking so far but uh, as of right now phantasm 2 that's the mvp that's the the bar to meet so we'll see. I'm hoping that there's uh, some quad barrel shotgun action in this one. I hope at least one person gets their head drilled by a sphere. That's kind of what I'm watching these for. Uh, I hope the, the tall man does something kind of gross. That'd be fun. I want some more sweet Jawa action. I mean, I feel like hoping for a house explosion is like a little too much. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We will see. All right, I'm about to... Put on Phantasm 3, and then I'll let you know what I think. All right. So I'm going to do this episode a little bit differently. Instead of watching the whole thing and then kind of talking about it afterwards, I'm like 10 minutes in and already a bunch of crazy stuff has happened, and I know I'm going to forget about a lot of this by the time the movie's ended. So I think I'm going to just add bits as I watch it because so far this movie is awesome. And I just want to make sure that you guys, as my loyal listeners, get the full experience of Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. So first off, within the first five minutes, there's a car explosion. I didn't think there was going to be any explosions in this movie. And wow, already a car explosion. Pretty dope. Uh, the tall man apparently is just uh, a perpetual being, immortal being. There's like a bunch of copies of him maybe because he legit just comes out of his portal and picks up his corpse from the second movie and throws it back through the portal. So he's not even regenerating. He's just like, hey, guess what? I'm back. And then his corpse gets, you know, disposed of. Uh, also within the first five minutes, quad shotgun action. Uh, the first shot of the movie is the tall man just like looking into the reflection of a sphere. So that's pretty sick. The tall man, uh, has been hanging out in a room full of candelabras, like too many of them. If that's a thing, more than three and less than 20, but a large chunk of candelabras. Also, he's holding a sphere, and it opens up, and there's a brain in it, which is kind of weird, and he just strokes it, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, man, uh, this also is definitely the tipping point in the franchise where humor starts to get into it. I just watched a part where there was a crazy possessed nurse, uh, and she's going after uh, Mike, who, by the way, has been recast as 
the original actor again. So I don't know what's reprised. The original actor reprised his role as Mike from the first Phantasm. He's back. Anyway, like big gross out moment. The nurse spews yellow goo everywhere all over Reggie. And then a sphere blows its way out of her head. Man, yeah, 10 minutes in. This movie is wild. I am enjoying it. So now I am a whopping 15 minutes in. And uh, I just have to say, the pace of this movie is frantic, I believe would be the correct term. Uh, Because, like, Tall Man showed up. He's doing some stuff. Uh, Mike's brother, Jody, who we haven't seen since the first movie, who apparently died, but I guess he didn't because he's in this one. He's back, played by the original actor. So this movie is like, it's Phantasm 3, but with all the people coming back and everything, it should have been Phantasm 2. Like, this is a crazy follow-up. But Mike, or sorry, Jody, his brother, uh, now he's in a sphere because he's making a hologram of his body, but I guess he's just a brain in a sphere. Uh, and then he tries to go after the tall man, and the tall man looks at him and cooks him, so the, the, the sphere is all burnt. I do want to know why the tall man wants Mike so bad, because, like, I don't think the tall man's trying to cover up his tracks. Like, he's he's going town to town uh killing folks and turning them into little jawa dwarf minions uh and i would say not that subtle if you're just wiping out towns you know take one or two people if you care about getting caught this guy the tall man he does not care so yeah it's i don't like it's not like mike never like trying to reveal to the world what's going on they're hunting the tall man so i really want to know um what he wants with mike so bad or what he wants to do with him so bad uh so yeah gonna keep watching gonna keep adding this might be my longest episode just because i'm doing it uh this format so we'll see all right getting back to the movie this movie is insane uh so Mike has now been taken hostage by the tall man, so hopefully we'll get to figure out what the tall man has wanted with him for two movies now. Well, I guess three. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, math. Not really uh, Not really my strong suit, because I'm talking about horror movies, and I don't need to think about math. You know what? Hey, how about this? Math. Two deaths in the movie so far. Actually, uh, even that is a lie, because a bunch of little tall man minions have been killed by Mike with his quad barrel shotgun uh, or Reggie. Wow. See now I'm all confused. I don't even know who's in this movie. So tall man took Mike, the kid who is now an adult as of the second movie. Anyway, tall man has him Reggie. And I guess the sphere version of Jody are now looking for, uh, for Mike. And so, they come across a ghost town that looks suspiciously like the ghost town from the second movie uh, where Reggie finds some looters that are taking things from the... Yeah, I mean, they're just stealing stuff from a car, so I don't know. Uh, also, you can tell that they're bad and only care about money because one of them is literally wearing, like, a 
giant necklace with a dollar sign on it. Uh, I'm pretty positive that I sold that piece of jewelry uh, when I worked at Halloween Express. So (laughs) props to the prop maker. Um, But this movie is wild because now Reggie has been taken hostage by these looters uh, the looters have gone to a big old weird house in the middle of nowhere that kind of reminded me of the house in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And now the house is inhabited by like a mischievous, murderous kid. Uh, like a mix between uh, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone and Newt from Aliens. Like he's setting traps and climbing through the walls. Uh, so I guess also, you know what? People Under the Stairs vibes. Underrated movie. That movie's dope. Anyway, yeah, really, really weird. They're all very unsettling clown theme traps, which is odd. Uh, but he so far, he the child, by the way, the literal child, has thrown a tomahawk into the head of a full-grown woman. And so that's murder. He's going to be tried as an adult, and he's going to be thrown away in the slammer. I don't even know what's happening right now. This movie's so weird. So weird, even for a Phantasm movie. Very excited to see where this goes. I'm 25 minutes in. It's an hour and a half long. There's two sequels after this. What is happening? What is real? I just forgot to mention that this has one of my favorite, like, random horror tropes, which is uh, when Reggie and Jody are going into, like, the the ghost town. Uh, it has, like, the, the sign that's, like, welcome to, you know, whatever the name of the town is. And then it's, like, population. And somebody crossed out the population and wrote zero. So you know that everybody's dead. But I love it when horror movies do that like it always cracks me up because it's just such a funny like weird trope just messing with the town sign it's like in uh freddy's dead the final nightmare pretty positive they changed the uh the town sign in that to say something about how all the kids in the town are gone something like that it, it happens in horror movies uh, now and then, and every time it does, for whatever reason, I just really enjoy it. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I think is kind of fun. So anyway, now I'm going to start the movie again, and we'll see how many other weird plot developments happen uh, in the next hour or so. Also, I realize that I'm being a little bit more spoilerific in this uh, podcast, but I figure I won't talk about, like, I don't know, the last 20 minutes or so, like the conclu- the finale. That can be its own thing that, you know, after I watch the whole thing, I'll be like, no, nah, this movie, movie was good. I'll just leave it at that. So that way, you know what? Even though I'm painting a beautiful picture of, uh, of the film with my words, you guys can watch it for yourselves and still have some surprises. All right. Getting back to Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. This child just threw a frisbee covered in razor blades at a man, at the the dollar bill man, uh, and slit his throat with it. This is a real Dennis the Menace kind of situation. And then he uh, apparently has dug a punji pit and 
<laughs> he trapped the other, the last living looter inside that pit and then shot him to death. This kid's cold-blooded. This is Dennis the Menace on steroids. Or maybe PCP. I don't know. Something bad. Uh, and now the kid is possibly going to rescue Reggie. So, interesting twist. Back to the movie. Alright, so, since last we spoke, Reggie and the little sociopath named Tim uh, have met up with a woman who says she was in the military, but she also has, like, intense martial arts training because she uses nunchucks uh, to fight the spheres, which is pretty dope. Um, so they've teamed up with her, and uh, apparently Nightmare on Elm Street logic also rules in this movie because Reggie had a dream where Jody came to him and was like, Hey, dog. We can go rescue Mike if you just follow me. So in the dream, Jody opened up a portal, because he's like a sphere still, uh, opened up a portal to wherever the tall man was holding Mike. They managed to rescue him. Reggie woke up, and then Mike came through like a portal that Jody had opened, so I guess, yeah, it's, it's kind of like now you can just grab stuff out of dreams in these movies, uh, which is, you know what, why not? Uh, and then the tall man tried to come through the portal, and they shut it, and his hands were cut off, and then they turned into really fun little, like, lizard insect monsters uh, that were pretty fun little puppets. Also, for the record, uh, I think Tim, future son of Sam is uh, actually the villain of this movie because when it comes to on-screen deaths, Tim, horrifying child, has murdered more people than the tall man has, so I'm pretty sure he's the villain? I'm gonna say yes because this kid, if he's not the villain now, in like 20 years, he's gonna be the villain in somebody else's life, if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, let's uh, let's finish this movie. I'm an hour and six minutes in, so the next update, unless something real wild happens, uh, will just be me talking about how I felt about the movie as a whole. Alright, back to Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. Alright, so I have now finished Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead. And, uh, man, I enjoyed it. Uh, I would say, overall, I think my ranking of the series thus far goes 2-3-1. Controversial. First movie so far is... I mean, yet again, it's not horrible, like, just because it's my least favorite of the three so far... It's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. But Phantasm 3 is complete insanity for most of the runtime. And uh, I legitimately had no idea what was going to happen next. Because most of the time, whatever happened next made no sense. And it was real weird. Uh, that being said, I liked the nunchuck-wielding karate expert Rocky. She was pretty cool. Her name was literally Rocky, by the way. I wasn't making, like, a joke. Her name was Rocky. The ending of this movie has some crazy implications for the rest of the series, so I'm hoping Phantasm Four picks up, like, right where this one ends. 
uh, so that I can keep going with that thread because there's there's something going on, and uh, I I, I want to know what happens next. Uh, and I haven't seen Phantasm four or five, so I'm I'm pretty stoked to uh, see if they stick the landing. Uh, because man, what a long running series! It, I mean, 1979 to I believe the fifth one came out in 2016. So yeah, pretty uh pretty impressive run, uh, especially considering it's like one plot. Like it's not like Friday the Thirteenth where like none of them are really. Well, I guess there's kind of many plots that that go through like the series as a whole for those. But usually, like you know, uh, Friday Thirteenth One is not connected to two, which is vaguely connected to three. You know, uh, really, it doesn't until they introduce uh, Tommy in Part Four. He's kind of a character that goes through four, five, and six. But anyway, I'm not covering the Friday Thirteenth movies right now. I'm covering the the Phantasm movies. And uh, these movies are pretty sweet. I still say that him, the terrifying child, the evilest kid since Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son, I still think he might be the villain of the series. Uh, Or, you know, this movie. Maybe not the entire series because the tall man's been doing a pretty good job so far. But in this movie, hands down, he was a little psycho. There's one point where he just is eating a can like from a can of beans and he's just eating it one bean at a time off the blade of a switchblade. And uh that just who does that? Psychos, man. That's who do that. I would say if you have seen Phantasm 1 and 2, so far, keep going. Phantasm 3 is a lot of fun. Uh there's a lot of slapstick comedy in it too, which I wasn't expecting like i i kind of in the first little bit realized that the movie definitely was a lot more uh comedic than um the other two movies but uh yeah this movie straight up has like a lot of uh lot of comedy kind of some lore building too reggie refers to the spheres as sentinels at one point so i don't know if that's like the the proper name for them and we almost get some backstory on the tall man, but then it doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, I will have to consult my uh, my many tomes, meaning uh, all the random books on horror movies that I own, because I just want to know what the tall man's deal is. I mean, I guess I could watch the movies and find out that way, but like, you know, I got books. I could read. I'll check those books out, see what I can find out. Uh, maybe seeing it all written down will help uh, make sense of um, like everything. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys dug me doing this in more of a like watch along format. Uh, I kind of had more fun doing it because that way I didn't forget a thousand details. Um, I could, you know, just talk about it as I saw it, which also kind of kept my enthusiasm up because it's kind of fun. I feel like I'm watching the movie with you guys. And uh, that's pretty pretty dope. So, yeah. Uh, up next is going to be Phantasm Four: Oblivion. And uh, I really don't know why I said it like that. It was a question? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I also put a poll on the Facebook group that I made for this, pay, er, for this podcast. Uh, it's Face Your Fears with Jordan Spears. Look it up on Facebook. Should be a group. 
Uh, I put up a poll for what franchise I should cover when I finish uh, Phantasm. And uh, let's see what I have on there. I had the Aliens and Predator movies. I had uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. I had the Hellraiser series. And I had the Basket Case trilogy. And as of the last time I checked, the Aliens and Predator movies were winning by quite a bit. Uh, So I guess after I finish Phantasm, I'll probably cover a couple of one-off movies just to do a palate cleanse. But yeah, then I guess I'm jumping into a, I think, 12-movie series between like Aliens and Predator and the AVP movies. So that'll be pretty fun. And then after that, I'm not even going to do a poll because I'm just going to cover the Hellraiser movies uh, because I honestly, mostly, I just want to talk about Hell- Hellbound Hellraiser 2 because uh, I love that movie like a lot, like so much that I wrote a stupid Guy Fieri story modeled after the plot of Hellraiser 2. So yeah, um, trying to think. I'm still bad at this whole uh, promoting things bit uh so yeah facebook group go join that if you want it's something i don't know i have an instagram for the podcast that is f y f uh w j s face your fears of jordan spears i don't know it's it's the uh, the acronym for the show because you can't put face your fears of jordan spears as the name because it is too long so I had to shorten it down and make it really stupid. Um, so follow me on there. Yeah, that's it. That's the only like <laughs> social media presence uh, that I've got for this whole thing. And that's probably the way it's going to be because I'm not really that tech savvy, shockingly enough. Considering I'm using the microphone that I got with the video game Rock Band to record these. Uh, maybe one day I'll get a new mic that is probably a way higher quality. Uh, but as of right now, you know, I'm just doing it. Just, just having fun. Just winging it. All of this is just me winging it. Cause you know, why would I spend the time to write a script? It's just all coming straight out of the old noggin. Uh, so yeah, well, Hey, If you listen to this so far, listen to the whole thing, listen to all my podcasts, you're rad, and I genuinely appreciate you, and I hope that you have a great day or weekend or, I don't know, where have a good life. Also, I've been looking at, like, the statistics and everything for the podcast, and I've gotten, like, a handful of people in Europe to listen to this, and, like, straight up. Shout out to all you guys listening to this podcast in Europe, because that's super cool. I don't know. I didn't expect this to even get, like, outside of Washington. Uh, So it's pretty awesome that I'm technically global, or at least international. So yeah, I don't know. That's just super neat. If you are a European listener, hey, look at you. You are appreciated. Anyway, uh, I... I'm going to sign off now because this has gone on way too long and I feel like I'm losing my mind and inside my shriveled skull, there might be a sphere at this point.
and then I can change my podcast name to Face Your Spheres with Jordan Spears. And, uh, man, I need to go to bed. (laughs) All right. You guys are great. I will talk to all of you later. (laughs) Bye.